sit back, relax, and let the sissy whisper educate your soul. Hello, hello, hello to all of my sissy girls, sissy princesses, and even those you those confused little lazy beta bitches out there that are listening to my podcast who are saying that I can never be a sissy. I'm just a beta. I just want to serve. Oh, God. Anyway, hello to all of my sissies. How is everybody? And we are getting closer and closer to the end of the year. Oh, God, fingers crossed that 2021 actually brings us blessings, brings us happiness, brings some kind of closure or answers or something. We all just need to keep our fingers crossed and stay positive because it can only, it it really, honestly, I, I hate to say it. I don't want to say that, you know, we've hit bottom and the only way to go is up because I'm sure it could possibly get worse. But let's just start hoping for the best for everybody. I have heard from a lot of my sissies who like going out to glory holes and dungeons and different places. And, you know, I know y'all are getting frustrated. You're stuck at home. You're not able to really show off. You're not able to really, you know, do what you want to do and do the things that you do to indulge in being a sissy. First off, I'm going to tell all of y'all collectively that I know you missed the glory holes. I know you missed the dungeons. I know you missed meeting up with specific mistresses. I know that you missed this. But good girls, okay, good girls, you're doing very, very well. I have noticed that a lot of um, real-time mistresses are, you know, starting to kind of change things up and starting to adjust, which is what we all have to do. So keep an eye out. You know, places are adjusting. Places are working things out. Keep an eye out, honey. You're not going to be locked up in your little hovel forever wishing that you go out there and indulge. I promise you, there is somewhere light at the end of the tunnel. But Good girl for all of y'all for behaving and staying safe and wearing your masks and all of that. Everybody gets a little head pat and everybody gets a little panty pat. So good girls to all of you. So Locktober is upon us. It certainly is. So before I get into Locktober, I want to say that this is going to be my last episode until January 2021. I personally um, have an attention span of a gnat, and I know that with the holidays coming up, that I will completely lose track of time, and I don't want to have to hurry with all the holiday hustle and bustle, all the craziness going on, um, all of that to mess putting out any podcast episodes. So November and December are going to be little podcast vacations for me. Um, but come January, 2021, I do plan on not only doing more podcasts, but I am going to dabble into live podcasts. I know I'm going to see how that works out. So you never know. 
Um, I might, I've already got, you know, I, I don't do resolutions. I really, honestly, I never do resolutions, but the goal for me in 2020 is to be, um, about 500,000 times more organized than what y'all think I am. <laughs> I, I fake it till I make it. And by God, I've been faking it 45 years. I'm figuring maybe one day I'll make it. Who knows? But yes, this is going to be my last episode until January 2021. So enjoy it. Make sure you share it. Um, you can go back and listen to all the other episodes. And I'm hoping that, you know, in next year I can listen back to all these other episodes. I'll be like, God, what sounds like pieces of shit compared to what I'm doing. But who knows? I'll get better as time goes on. Y'all listen to it. Y'all are supporters. And I can thank y'all very, very much for it. So Locktober, talk about me being lazy. I didn't do shit to prepare my sissies for October. I am a horrible mistress. I'm terrible. I know, but y'all love me anyway. Um, yeah, October came around and I was not prepared. Um, I wasn't prepared one because, you know, like I said, I have an attention span of a gnat and two, I was doing some major updates to my website. Those major updates are basically done. I'm still going through and nitpicking because I'll probably end up going through and nitpicking all the way up until I redo the website again. Um, but my website, ameliadivine.com, has been updated so that you can begin purchasing clips and videos and even access to personal training areas directly from my website, which I am very, very happy to do. Um, also, I am providing direct dial phone sessions. So that means that you can either contact me on Night Flirt, contact me through Verified Call, or you can contact me through my website. Uh, my number is 1-866-MY-SISSY. Yes, my vanity number because I'm vain like that. So one eight six six my sissy. You can either purchase call blocks from my website, or you can call me direct, and I can build the card for you. It's all up to you. It is built very discreetly. Um, you also have the ability on my website to purchase credits. So you have a little purse that you can fill with credits, and that way you can go on a little shopping spree, or you could tribute me, of course. Or you could purchase call blocks with me. However you want to do it, it's all up to you. So check out my website, ameliadivine.com. And all of my calls are $2 a minute with a 10-minute minimum. Um, it is a slight bit cheaper to be able to call through my website instead of calling through Night Flirt or Verified Call. Um, Night Flirt and Verified Call both are $2.19 a minute. And through my website, it is $2 a minute. So... Again, my number is one eight six six my sissy. It should be easy to memorize, and I hope that y'all decide to start calling me through my website. That'll be a lot of fun, and also you can purchase your items. You could purchase videos. You could purchase audios, and soon I'm going to have personal training areas, and you'll be able to purchase the password to those. It's going to be a lot of fun. I have a lot of plans. All right. So another thing that is happening that I am very excited about, um, I was contacted by forcedby.com to do an interview for an article. And I just completed out some interview questions today and I just sent it back over to them. So 
I'm excited that they wanted to interview me and get some information on me and put it on their website. It's on forestby.com. I believe the article will be up in about um, a week or so. I'm, I'm only assuming um, they got the confirmation. They have all the information. They said they will get it up as soon as possible. But just keep checking back at forcedby.com. And then also I was looking over it. There's a lot of great information on there. And a lot of mistresses that can provide you with their take on forced buy and feminization and all of that fun stuff. So check out forcedbuy.com. I'll put the link in my description. And when the article comes out, I will throw it up there on my blog so y'all can read it or at least read part of it and get over there and read the rest of it. I'm so excited. Um, <clears throat> so the last thing I want to talk about before we get into the main part of the podcast, which today we'll be discussing beauty salon sissies and the 1950s housewife. But the last thing I want to talk about is Dirk Hopper, a friend of mine, and um, he is on Twitter he ended up posting up an article from storypick.com about BDSM in public. And what this article contained was someone had taken a picture and posted to their Twitter of a dom, and imagine my fingers doing the quotations there, um, of a dom with her submissive on a leash in a dog mask while he was crawling behind her. And they were walking into a public mall. If you know me, you know how much that pisses me off because everyone around them did not give consent to be a part of their kink. And what's even worse is that it was a public place. So, you know, there were children there. So not only did they force adults into their kink, but they forced children into their kink. Kink fetish, BDSM, all of that is 18 and over. So not forcing an adult to be a part of your kink is one thing, but forcing a child that has no fucking clue what the hell you're doing because you wanted to get your rocks off and you wanted to crawl around on your hands and knees in public is fucking disgusting. It is disgusting. And in my book, it is no different than a fucking pedophile. Deal with it. So the little fucker that was on the leash, I count them no different than a pedophile because if there's children walking around, you've just involved them in your kink. And in your mind, you're remembering that. You are because you know they saw you. You know children saw you. You know women saw you. You know men saw you. You know everybody saw you. And that's what you're rubbing one out to, you disgusting fucking freak. And to the dom or the so-called dom who allowed for that, shame on you. Shame on you because if you are a dom and you are an experienced dom and you have respect for your position and respect for your submissive, you wouldn't do that. You would know better. And two, you are just greedy. I would say that you're greedy because I have a feeling that this was actually a cash meet, that this person hired this dom and that this dom was looking at the cash part of it 
and didn't give a fuck. She looked young. Yes, I'm totally assuming on this, so y'all can say whatever the hell you want to say. She looked young. She looked like a fucking tramp, just like she had walked out of a fucking fetish convention. And she's sitting there doing her own little thing, dragging him around on his leash, and not giving a fuck about anybody else. And that's ridiculous, and that pisses me off to no end. So Dirk Hopper posted the article. Well, he didn't do the article. He reposted the article um, on his Twitter. I did repost it to my Twitter. So you can either go to Dirk, Dirk, D-I-R-K, Hopper's um, Twitter page, or you can go to my Twitter page, and you should be able to find it. You can read the article yourself. Um, There's a lot of backlash, but also there's a lot of, you know, kind of a division here, you know. Some people think it's okay. It's not okay. It's just not. There's there's not even a discussion here. It is not okay. But, you know, there's a division and they've, you know, some people think it is. And if you're one of those people that you think it's okay for you to do something like that, to force others um, without them giving their consent and to force the children into your kink, then you really need to be re-educated by someone or something. It's just that simple. As we say down here in the South, darling, we got to have prayer meeting because your soul needs to be saved. Anyway, check it out. I would love to hear your opinion on it. Feel free to comment. You can comment on my Twitter. You can comment here on um, the Podbean podcast. I would love to know your opinion about it. Um, And if you think it's okay, convince me. I mean, just tell me why you think it's okay. I'm not saying that I'm going to agree with you. I would just love to see you try to convince me because I cannot fathom why anybody would think it was okay. And my, you know, friends in the sex worker world and the BDSM world, you know, they don't agree with it either. And so I, if you agree with it, if you think it's okay, you know, educate me. I'm here to be educated. I'd love to find out, you know, go right ahead. I'm here. So anyway, so let's get back on a positive note. Our episode today is going to be talking about beauty salon sissies and the 1950s housewife. And I'm excited for this because it's going to be a fun episode and it's going to kind of go around with Halloween and little fun things that you can do to really indulge. And I, you know, I love it. I love it. I've never really encountered um, beauty salon sissies. It's not really that as popular as you would think. Um, But I do have a few. And I have one that I do clips for all the time. And I have another one who's just loves it. She lives it, loves it. It's perfect. It's great. So I'm excited to get into that. But until we do, let's take a little break from the wonderful, wonderful Dr. Sue, because you know she's going to have a conversation with you. So let's take a little bit of a break and I will be right back. You remember that reoccurring dream you had? The one with the beautiful, voluptuous, and mysterious woman who seduced you in ways you could never imagine. Her full tits, her wet mouth, 
She was perfection, and she brought you to a level of release you never even knew existed. So why are you so suddenly drawn to cock? You remember the dream? You remember getting down on your knees, pressing your face between her legs? You opened your mouth. That was her clit you were sucking, right? So much has changed in you, my pretty. This clever witch loves to seductively mesmerize men, transforming them into weak, cock-sucking whores. It's a simple little game. One you never even knew you were playing. Download A Witch's Story, Part 1 and Part 2 on AmeliaDivine.com and keep your ear out because Part 3 will be coming soon. Are you feeling confused about your kinks? Do you fantasize about your fetish and want to learn more? I'm Sue Storm. You might know me as Dr. Sue. If you're having issues with your kinks and fetishes, I'm here to help. If you love reading, you'll want to head to the DrSueReview.com, where you can find a myriad of articles, along with my entertainment audios and ways you can talk to me for a private session. Or, if you're more of a listener, you can pop over to InBedWithDrSue.com and listen to the over 100 podcast episodes with one that's sure to pique your interest. So check out thedrsuereview.com and inbedwithdrsue.com. And now, let's get back to the Sissy Whisperer with Ms. Amelia Devine. And we are back. And that was Dr. Sue. Of course, you know the wonderful, wonderful Dr. Sue that I love so very much. Um, she has got her Halloween episode coming up on October 30th, so you really should check it out. Send over some questions that you may have. I'm sure that she will be able to answer them in every single way that you want them answered and in ways you didn't even know you wanted them answered. So it is Halloween coming up. I am so very, very, very excited. I love Halloween. I really do. I am not the one to dress up for Halloween, though. I used to dress up all the time, but... I just haven't dressed up for Halloween here lately. I don't know why. Um, I'm, I am a practicing witch. I have been since God was a baby, um, you know, for God, almost 30 years now. And so usually when Halloween came around, whenever I was with my covens and all of that, it was always a ritual because um, it is Samhain or the Witch's New Year. And there was always rituals to go to and all of that. And, you know, of course, um, my kids would go out trick-or-treating, but I never really did the whole dress-up thing. I was always more in, I guess you could say, ritual clothing because, you know, there was always rituals that you were going to and that I would go to or that I was leading or whatever. So it wasn't that, you know, I would go out there and, you know, one minute I'm Harley Quinn and the next minute I'm Dr. Giggles. I mean, it, it wasn't like that. Uh, but I, I mean, that never really bothered me. I never was one to really dress up. I could even go to Dragon Con every year, except for this past year because COVID. Um, but no, I go to Dragon Con every year. And even though there's, you know, thousands and thousands of cosplayers there, I'm really not that type to dress up. I'm just not. I'm not a costume person. But the reason why I do bring that up is because 
In this episode, we're going to talk about beauty salon sissies, and we're going to talk about the 1950s housewife. And yes, there is a connection that I am going to make between beauty salon sissies, 1950s housewives, and Halloween. So be ready for that. You know, I'm doing a whole zero degree of separation here. So prepare. So let's talk about beauty salon sissies first. If you look at my clips, and they are on, you know, my clips on Night Florida, clips for sale, um, you will see that I do have specific sound bites titled Beauty Salon Sissy Sound Bites. Some are three sound bites, or it could be four, it could be six, but they're all different sound bites. And this is from a wonderful sissy named Lucas. And I'm using I'm using their name because um, their name is in the clips. But Lucas comes up with the best little sound bites to bring him to an enjoyment of being a beauty salon sissy. He has a hair fetish, obviously. A lot of it has to do with hair. And in these sound bites, a lot of the punishment is shaving bald or doing a very tight sissy perm. But it's just, it's so much fun because you don't get that many beauty salon sissies out there that are really enjoying their fetish. And the fetish can be so big. I mean, you've got punishments for head shaving or punishments for, you know, getting a really, really tight sissy perm, punishments for shaving half of your head. Um, punishments for forcing the sissy instead of going to a beauty salon to get her hair done. I did a clip to where the the sissy was forced to go to a barber shop, and in that barber shop there were a whole bunch of very strong, beautiful alphas who took her and shaved her completely bald just to bring her back down to her place. It is a lot of fun, and the more I do of those clips, the more I am learning that this is just nothing but a fun, fun, fun fetish for sissies. And I think that there's a lot of sissies that would enjoy it, that don't even think about how they would enjoy it. Um, I have another sissy, and I won't use her name. I don't think she would mind if I did, but I won't use her name because I don't specifically have her permission to use her name, but she knows I was going to mention her on this podcast. So hello, sweetheart. I know you're listening. So with your cuteness, but she is a hairdresser and she is a hairdresser for older women and the women that she works with, she always sets their hair. You know, they come in and she has to do a full roller set. She's using setting lotion. She is rolling their hair. They're sitting under the dryer. You know, she's removing those rollers. She's running her fingers through. She's bending those curls, everything. And she is just enjoying it so much. And this isn't a sexual fetish. It is not like, um, she's doing these women's hair and she's got, you know, a little clitty standoff for it. No, there is so many ways to enjoy a fetish. And one way that sissies do enjoy their fetishes is very mentally. 
And when you're running your fingers through someone else's hair and you're bending those curls and you're styling that hair and you're putting it in just the perfect, perfect mold, it could be exhilarating. And I say that not as an experienced sissy who has a hair fetish, but I say that as someone who loves to do her hair. I do love to roll my hair. Now, right now I have my hair cut very, very short. And I wish I didn't do it, which is why I haven't put pictures up. But, you know, you do what you do. Um, But I love putting my hair in victory rolls. I love to rag curl it. I love to pin curl it. I love to finger wave it. I love doing all these things with my hair. And it's so much fun to just curl it and you feel so pretty and so adorable with it and all of that. So I can see why a sissy would connect with it so well and would connect with it so much. And I think that it is a fetish that a lot of sissies haven't been able or even know to explore yet, which is the reason why I wanted to bring it up. In sissification, you have a lot of the basics. You have the panties, the lingerie, the dressing up. You have the humiliation, the milking, the chastity, the anal training, the blowjob training. Um, You can even do makeup and stuff like that. You know, you've got those basics and those are great. They really, really are. But the one thing that's always skipped, and I do hear a lot of sissies skipping this because whenever I talk to sissies, I was like, all right, we need to do your hair now. They're like, well, we don't really do my hair. You know, I just leave it straight or I just like to just have it long. And I'm like, no, 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 dear. We need to do your hair. Your hair must be done. Everything with a sissy when they are dressing fully 100% must be done. The hair, the nails, the makeup, the lotion, the waxing, everything. And also, I know that with a lot of men, their hair does get thin over time. And a lot of sissies, especially sissies that are more middle age, they don't even bother with their hair. They just don't even bother with it. And, you know, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit because I'm like, you know, you could do so much. You know, if your hair is thin, buy yourself some wigs and play with those wigs. And I want sissies to start exploring this. I want sissies out there, you know, if you don't, if you like your hair has to be cut short for work or something, splurge, buy yourself a mannequin head, buy yourself a wig, and start learning how to curl hair. Just put on a pair of panties, some stockings, garters, and sit there and roll the hair in rollers. And then take the hair out and start forming it. Start brushing it. And teach yourself how to have beautifully set hair. Because this can be a way for you to look at yourself without actually being right there. What I mean is you could put your energy into that wig Honey, I know so many drag queens, and these drag queens have got wigs out the ass. They have got wigs everywhere. I don't think, when I was um, volunteering at the drag shows, 
Um, I don't think I've seen a drag queen come prepared for a show without at least 10 wigs on her. I mean, she would have, you know, the three or four that she was using in her sets, and then she would have backup wigs. And it was always at least 10. And every wig had a name. They all had a name. They all had a personality. Because whenever you put that wig on, you transform into that person. That person that should be having hair like that. So let's talk about you as a sissy. So if you are the sissy who likes to be a little bit, um, a little bit edgy, a little wild, you can always have yourself a wig that is edgy, that's wild, that's maybe you know long and very tapered at the end. You could have a bit of a shag wig. You could, if you if you like to be the prim and proper little sissy, you can always have your perfectly set wig, set perfectly the way you want it to be. These are things that you could do. You could put your sissiness into that wig, and you could do so much with it. And then not to mention the fun of the fantasies like Lucas does whenever Lucas orders clips. He's always got so many different lines, and they're only about two or three lines each. What he does, and the reason why they're sound bites, is Lucas will send me about four, five, well, usually it's about three to six, um, just about three to six different um, short, teeny tiny little paragraphs, like three or four sentence paragraphs, and they're separated out. So I usually put like about a um, six second um, pause in between them. But they're all just fun, little, quick fantasies. And they're a lot of fun for you as well. That's why I put them up for sale afterwards. Uh, for example, one of them could be about how Lucas was brought into the salon. And in the salon, he is being punished. And the reason why Lucas is being punished is because they did not set their hair in rollers every night like they were supposed to. So since they're not setting their hair in rollers every night like they're supposed to, they're getting their head shaved bald. And with their head shaved bald, it's taken away that power of being a sissy. It's taken away that ability to run their fingers through their hair and to have that last little bit of sissiness there, that last little bit of being pretty that's taken away. And it is just so much fun to think about. Or then there's also the part of bringing a little sissy in and giving the sissy a tight, tight sissy perm. And when a sissy's got a tight poodle perm like that, they have to set it in rollers. If they don't set it in rollers, then they're going to have this tight, ugly, awful afro that is just not going to be pretty. So every single night, they are going to have to put setting lotion in it and comb it out and set it in rollers. And then every day, they have to wake up early and they have to sit there in front of their vanity and take out the rollers and brush and mold and form those curls to make that look like it's not a poodle perm anymore. And then they are set every day with a feminine hairstyle. So it's so much fun when you think about it. It really is. Now, how does a beauty salon sissy coincide with a 1950s housewife? Oh yes, here we go. 
The 1950s housewife. Oh, God, it's a love-hate relationship. The reason why it's a love-hate relationship. The 1950s housewife, bless her little heart. I'm so glad I wasn't in the 50s. I would have been burned at the stake in effigy. It would just be awful. Um, She's perfect. She is Betty Crocker. She is, you know, just everything perfect about her. She is, you know, Mrs. Cleaver. She has her skirt, her full skirt with the tulle up underneath. She has her form-fitting bodice on. She has it to where, you know, she's got the hair set perfectly, the makeup perfectly, the nails perfectly. Everything is perfect. Even her apron that she puts on, it's got that perfect little rim of red lace around the edges. And it's got the adorable little bow in the back that is just tied perfectly. Everything about the 1950s housewife is just perfect. Also, everything about the 1950s housewife is subservient. Now, I'm not talking about the women who played 1950s housewives. For example, Donna Reed. Everybody talks about Donna Reed. Well, if you look up Donna Reed and you really got into Donna Reed and you saw what she was really doing, she was feminist as hell. She produced her show. She would direct it. She wrote her own shit. She was out there doing her own thing, and it was just a character that she was playing. Same with Lucille Ball. People look at Lucille Ball as this comedian, but she still played the 1950s housewife, the perfect little housewife. No, 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 no. In fact, Lucille Ball was so advanced and so um, so much a feminist that uh, she was actually pregnant on TV, and that was a huge deal and she fought for it they were going to try to film her just from the shoulders up they weren't going to show her belly they weren't going to show her maternity outfits and she was like oh hell no uh-uh. I'm pregnant you're going to show it and believe me that was very very controversial in those days so whenever I speak about the 1950s housewife I just want everybody to get out of their head Donna Reed get out of your head Lucille Ball. Start thinking about the adverts that you've seen that the men wrote up. Start thinking about things like that, you know, um, serving the man the drink and the stereotypical and all of that that you would think about as a, stereo, as a 1950s housewife. The reason why I have a love-hate relationship is just that. When people think about the 1950s housewife, that's what they think about and that's what they compare it to and all of that. And I'm like, oh, hell no. You're not getting that from me. It's not happening. And about 95% of the women are going to be about the same way. I mean, there are women who will love it. And, you know, kudos to them. Go for it. Have fun. You do your thing, honey. But majority of the women hate it. Hate it. And we will never, there ain't a man on earth that's even going to get half of that shit. And the thing is, is if they do start getting a woman to say, okay, We'll take care of you. We'll do that. Oh, yes. Sure. Whatever. They need to tuck tail and run because we're a nuclear bomb and we're about to blow. So that's the warning. But the fun thing about the 1950s housewife is that she is a perfect example for sissies. She is a perfect idol for sissies. 
She is amazing for sissies to aspire to be. I rarely find a sissy who doesn't aspire to be the 1950s housewife. Even my hairdresser sissy, who I love having conversations with, she is so much fun. Even her and I will sit there and talk about how she just loves being very um, feminine, very 1950s housewife. And yes, I love the look. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the full skirts. I love the uh, retro hair. I love all of that. But I would damn sure never be a 50s housewife. I couldn't take on that persona if I tried. But she could because she loves it. It makes her feel fully feminine. And she does have an alpha in her life. And whenever she stays overnight with her alpha, she has her pretty little girly room and she has her wigs on the little mannequin heads and you know she is there to serve her alpha the um drinks or to serve her alpha the food she is there to take care of her alpha like that and that's what she wants and i think that is perfect for sissies so perfect it's like an amazing role reversal honestly um even with me and I, I love I love role reversal. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, and then role reversal is whenever I take the, um, I guess you could say the role of the man. And the sissy takes, you could say, the role of the woman. And it does become kind of a leave it to beaver thing to where, you know, I am the man of the house. And she is the little woman of the house. She's making the martinis and she's making dinner and she's making the perfect little Betty Crocker chocolate cake. And it's all such a fun little reversal play. And even, you know, can go into sex to where she pleases me, to where she is making me feel good, to where she is, you know, doing whatever she could to, you know, if I'm wearing a strap on to suck my cock or she is doing what she can to you know, fuck me the way I should be fucked. It's great. It's it's a fun, fun, fun role reversal thing. And it's so perfect because it's, in fact, I, I even find it funny. I have to say that I do find it funny that men wrote all, wrote all these adverts and they created this persona of the 1950s housewife, you know, back in those days and the times, you know, when Norman Rockwell was doing his paintings and different things like that, men created this persona and women said, fuck you. That's not who we are. That's not who we're going to be. But then there's the little closet sissies that are looking at it saying, Ooh, I'd be that. I would love to be that. I could totally be that. It would be great. Please teach me to be that. So there they are, you know, these men who are closet sissies that are hiding in their head, looking at these pictures in these adverts saying, God, I wish I was her laying over his lap, getting spanked because I didn't make the coffee right. And yes, I swear to God, that is an actual advertisement. Um, you know, it, it, was, it is kind of funny that that happens. But, you know, what, what happens in the past is what happens in the past. And there's really nothing that could change that. Here we are in 2020. And now... Things are a lot more open. People are being a lot more honest with who they are. They are living their best life. You know, you have the men out there who understand that they are more effeminate. 
and they're embracing that. And you have the ones out there who are understanding what their kink is and what their desires are, and they're embracing it even more. And I think that's wonderful. So role reversal is even becoming even more popular, um, not only in the bedroom, but kind of in life. And I guess, you know, calling it role reversal is, you know, putting a bit of a stigma on it. Pardon the kitten. If you've been following my Twitter you know that I am stuck babysitting a kitten and this kitten is eight weeks old and she decided that she would wake up to start playing. So if you're hearing little things in the background, it's because of Salem, our little kitten. Um, but anyway, like I was saying is I think it's great that here in 2020, everybody's starting to embrace and is starting to become more comfortable to be who you are as you are. And so now we're starting to get the sissies who are, hey, I want to be the 1950s housewife. What can I do to be, hold on. <laughs> if y'all could see this kitten, you would think she was completely adorable. I'm a dog person, but I mean, who doesn't love kittens, right? I mean, I, I would be dead inside if I didn't love kittens, I guess. Um, but in the 19, in the 2020, in 2020, everybody is starting to embrace who they really are more. And we are starting to see more of the effeminate men embracing the role of the 1950s housewife and even pushing more to where you have more stay-at-home dads. And I'm not saying that stay-at-home dads are effeminate or sissies, but what I'm saying is that they are understanding that it's not a role that has to be followed in a specific way. If you want to be a stay-at-home dad, be a stay-at-home dad. You don't have to wear the apron and you don't have to be made fun of for it. Um, but there are men out there who are embracing it. And there are women who are partners with these men and they are embracing as well that the man wants to be the stay-at-home wife, the homemaker. And she is out there working and bringing home the bread and butter and you know, it how it proceeds and how it grows is how it grows. Uh, I have another sissy who I've talked to for a long time, and I love the relationship she's in. She is in a female-led relationship, and in this female-led relationship, um, she is the sissy. She is the panty-wearing woman. Um, well, not woman, the girl, the lady, the 1950s homemaker. Um, her partner is very much the breadwinner and whenever her partner, partner goes off to work, she's the one that's doing the laundry. She's cleaning her partner's panties. She's cleaning her partner's slips, all the delicates she's taking care of. And she's dressed when she does this. Um, she's dressed in her stockings and her full skirt and all of that. She is dressed as the stereotypical 1950s housewife, even with her hair done. And it's a wonderful role that they have. And that's what I'm loving about this day and age is that it is being accepted more and more. So that's my take on the 1950s housewife and why I was able to connect it with beauty salon sissies because if you bring them all together, the beauty salon sissies, the 1950s housewife, they're really no different. Because they're enjoying the kink more mentally than they are physically. 
Because sissification is not always about sucking cock. And it's not always about, you know, a sexual um, being denied. You have a little clitty or, you know, a small piece of humiliation and anything like that. It's not always about that. Um, sissification is a lot of mental. In fact, I think it's, I would say it's more mental than it is physical. And being a beauty salon sissy and trying to portray that 1950s housewife persona is the mental part of it. Being the housewife, taking care of your hair, making sure your hair is perfect, your makeup is perfect, your clothes, everything is perfect. That's very much a mental enjoyment. And there is still that humiliation in it because overall, what man is going to do that? What real man is going to put them in a position to where they're looked at as a um, second level person? Um, you know, they are the man. They are the breadwinner. That's what they were raised to be. But yet that's not who they chose to be. Um, so let's move this into why I'm talking about this at Halloween. And if you need me to explain this, oh my God. But let's, let me explain it anyway. Let's talk about Halloween. Halloween is perfect for sissies. It is wonderful for sissies. Y'all can have so much fun and get away with it. Why do I say that? Why do I coincide the 1950s housewife with Halloween? Why do I coincide the beauty salon sissy with Halloween? Well, honey, Halloween is a time to where you can dress up and be someone else. It is that one time a year where you can be someone you're not. You could be Iron Man. You could be the Incredible Hulk. You could be Wonder Woman. You could be um, a cheerleader. You can be a zombie. You could be Dracula. You could be Frankenstein. You could be a werewolf. You could be so many things. So why not use Halloween as a time to really involve yourself in being the beauty salon sissy, in being the 1950s housewife? Yes, I am giving my little sissies a way to start kind of enjoying something. Little tasks for you. For those of you that have listened and you're listening to the part about beauty salon sissies and the wig and the hair, this is the perfect time for you to run up to Sally's if you have a Sally's around or to any other beauty store that you may have around and buy yourself a wig, buy yourself some rollers, buy yourself a little mannequin hat. It doesn't cost much. Get online go on YouTube and start playing with it. Start playing with it. And if anybody asks, you could say, oh, I'm just setting it up for Halloween. I'm going to be so-and-so for Halloween. I'm going to do this for Halloween, whatever. Halloween is your excuse. So use it as your excuse. Or maybe you want to go further than that. Maybe you want to actually dress up as the stereotypical 1950s housewife. For Halloween. Why not? 
do it. Nobody is going to look at you any different. It's not forcing anybody to be around in your kink. You are just indulging safely and you're indulging discreetly and you can indulge at least for a day in what it's like to be the 1950s housewife. It's fun. It's a time to where you can be that fun, interesting, open, have your hair done, your makeup done, your nails done. You can even go to the beauty, you can even go to get your nails done specifically for this. There's so much you could do to get ready for Halloween. And what I would love, since I am taking November and December off, is what I would love is I would love to see some pictures of my sissies dressed up for Halloween, dressed up as a 1950s housewife, or maybe just getting their wigs and starting to play with their wigs. You know, start going into your kink further than just expecting the physical release. Start enjoying more the mental part of it. Start enjoying that hidden part of yourself, that hidden persona that you have who is she who is she hiding in there is she an innocent looking June Cleaver who only takes care of the house and dad handles the boys or is she a little bit edgy is she a little wild maybe she's very very conservative who is she it's a great time to find out who she is that's hiding inside of you. Because yes, this is a kink. And yes, beauty salon sissy is usually a fetish. Hair is a fetish. But it doesn't have to be fully, physically sexual all the time. Enjoy the mental. Enjoy the fun. Enjoy yourself. And it's Halloween. Why the hell not? <laughs> so on that note, that is all we have to talk about today. Remember, I am not going to be having any episodes November or December. So I hope everybody has a wonderful, wonderful holiday. And I will be back January 2021. And hopefully, we'll have a great new year. Have fun, live your best life, be the best sissy you could possibly be out there. Doodles.